1: from studio 6b on a monday glad you're in on a monday night real america's voice dish network channel 219 pluto tv channel 240 samsung tv plus channel 1029 the boys are all here looking well other than me and delgado who got the black note wear black tie you guys look very summery paul first of all how are you i'm i'm good i like your one happy island shirt uh, very nice I
2: mean, It's a beach bum mode you know? I'm just uh, just trying to chill a little bit this summer
1: Okay, very but, uh, good boys. And uh, Rick Amirati, how are you?
3: Good, Big D, welcome back
2: Triple A's oh.
1: or double A's? What's that running on? Uh,
3: quadruple
2: A's, <laughs>
1: baby
3: okay. Okay. Nine volts <laughs> Don't, and don't adjust your dial. <laughs> it's it, man. Yep.
1: Yellow. Yeah. <laughs> <Peanut> Yellow. <Bunet. laughs> ah. Yellow. Anyone there? He's got
4: it hooked <laughs> up to solar panels, so it never goes out. Oh. Believe
1: me, it works. <laughs> All right, very good. Geo here as well. Uh, how was the weekend?
4: It was fun, man. I, I, uh, a lot of a lot of
2: family time, and that's what I need right now. Of, just reconnect with the family, and then you know how it is. We uh, get into the come to football, football season. season <laughs> it's working around the clock, and yeah, so. Yes, been nice. ab- it's been nice catching up with the kids while they're home from college.
1: Absolutely. Delgado, how was your weekend? It was all right. You know. Okay. That's it. Rick and Marani, how
4: was,
3: how was yours? Great big day. Good weekend. Went a little too quick, but good times.
1: Always do. I went to Lake George for <laughs> my 17th wedding anniversary. Oh, Yeah um for a couple of days thanks to you guys for filling in rick and rick's friend uh, what was your friend's name
4: uh kevin downey jr dropped
1: in yes um right. thanks to them yeah. for doug smith. Joe, doug, doug smith smith was on, on thursday smith. Yeah. and, and
2: damon good. set the wife to see and uh he <laughs> 17 was enough he said
1: <laughs> 17 uh, years we went to lake george with the kids man lake george is fun
2: it is beautiful up there yeah took
1: a boat out there for uh, two days on friday and saturday and just spent the day on the lake what? Literally doing nothing, like literally doing no phones, no computers, had no service anyways, even if I wanted the phone, literally no service.
2: How cool was the lake water?
1: Uh, beautiful.
2: I, I love swimming in a lake, especially up there with this big, vast lake. It's so much different than the ocean. It is
1: so big. You, you, you can go out in the boat all day and not hit every part of Lake George.
2: Yeah,
5: it's enormous. It's enormous. I
1: mean, cruising 40 miles an hour in the thing. I mean, just flying.
5: Yeah. It's fun. I, I, oh, I love man. Lake living.
1: It was so awesome.
5: It's too bad Harry wasn't there to be your tour
1: guide. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going to get into that some of that, too. That's a good... <laughs> Harry Oates, tour guide Harry, stars in his eyes. I mean, no truer statement has ever been made than Ed Henry to me about Harry Oates, stars in his eyes. He's, he wants to be in front of the camera, not behind. And uh, so we have... Uh, I'm on vacation Mini vacation, if you want to call it that. And I'm getting these video drops from Harry Oates in Alaska for the Trump rally, which the president was fired up and really great and everything, you know, Amanda and everybody the, was great. But then I get these like outside of um, <laughs> well, yeah, things that look like this. And I'm just um I, I just don't I just don't know. I guess Harry thinks that we want these. Is he at the border? No, he's not making them just for us. Let me just let me just, let me just say, he's not, hey. <laughs> he says, he's not making them for us. By the way, Don Thompson is, is, is men. He is so good. And uh, despite Harry Oates, Don puts together great pieces. We've got a great piece from him tonight talking to regular American folks about what's going on in this country right now. We'll run that as well, but we'll run the Harry things with just our observation. <laughs> <laughs> and here he is, Harry Oates, the tour guide. So we'll get into some of Harry's videos. Boy, Alaska! I've never been there. It looks like I need to go. I gotta get that. Can it be more picturesque than some of these videos did Harry? All joking aside, that Harry sent. Oh my god!
4: Yeah, those uh, those Alaskan uh, cruises are supposed to be the bomb.
1: Like, oh, those cow. are the things to do. I mean, just unbelievable footage that Don captured. I believe it was Don, Uh, the cameraman. Then whoever it was, I think it was Don Thompson, but uh, just or it could have been Brandon or or there's another guy too. I think that shoots with him. I think I'd know, but uh, all fabulous, great stuff. So we'll we'll play some of those all, you know. We give Harry a hard time, but they're good. They're actually good. So uh, lots to talk about. I want to start the show though with very important, um, just words of wisdom for you all to. To keep in mind. But we had audio on this or no, is it not working?
6: You know, my dad had an expression. Okay. He used to say, oh. you know your success as a parent. When yep. you turn and look at your child, and they <laughs> turned out better than you. You sure. know, my dad had an expression. Time. He used to say, <laughs> Oh, good God. You know your success as a parent yep. when you turn and look at your child and realize they turned out better than you.
1: Okay. No. When was so that just, recorded? <laughs> That's a home run. Was that 30 start, years ago? I just want to start the... Um, I want to start... Let's roll cut one, G, while we're thinking about <laughs> those <laughs> words of wisdom. Because, you know, you can look at your child so, and make sure... Oh, wait a minute. Hold on. Oh, boy. 20 ounces yeah, of crap. Did I see a sex 20. toy on the floor? Yeah. 21.
4: Probably. He's not Zero always cracked seven. up to be. Without the bag. Okay. Oh, so there's,
7: there's,
1: Hunter, there's Hunter Biden in what was released over the weekend and it was all hell broke loose from 4chan as I guess supposedly they cracked his iPhone, iCloud backup and the material just started flowing to Twitter at a, an enormous speed this weekend.
5: What I'm One not hearing about this really clip is up. Hunter completely not knowing how to read a scale. Because it clearly says twenty point seven grams, and he keeps saying two point oh
1: seven. Yeah, I mean, even I could read that. So, is
2: twenty grams of crack a lot? <laughs>
5: that I don't know.
1: <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, I don't know that. I don't it's know more that. than
4: two point oh seven. Having, that looks more like his teeth.
1: Having never done it, <laughs> but I, um,
4: I think I think seven is like you know five years or ten years in jail. So I think if you three so yes, times that, because it's about twenty one something like that. So
1: between the crack the hookers yep. the money across state lines for the hookers Don't forget the, the firearm. firearm yep. lying on the application. How many federal crimes do you think do you have to break if your last name's not Trump which at that point you don't have to really break any uh, to go to to get the FBI or somebody's attention. Rick Delgado, your thoughts?
4: Uh, he still hasn't done enough yet because he's still getting invited as of last week to the White House for official functions. Mm. So he's still got, I think he can double up that crack and then maybe somebody will look at
2: So him. you're saying he has like 18 more strikes against him problem. before it's a problem? Yeah. All right, good. Have Keep you seen help.
1: anybody that likes to film themselves more than this guy did? No. Oh, no, oh my God. He just wanted to document everything. <laughs> did you see the one of him on the beach?
3: Did
2: you I see mean, it? like
1: a mental breakdown? See the float tank?
3: Did you see the float
2: tank? Yeah, I
1: saw that. Oh.
2: The moment of Did you of see them? the one where he was, you know, manipulating Sliding
1: down gun the slide
2: and himself at the same time, yeah. dancing for... Oh, good heavens.
1: I mean, good Those lord. Doesn't he have
2: any dignity whatsoever? Oh, no, crack is a hell of a drug. <laughs>
1: yeah, exactly. I mean, as the son of a vice president at the time, I mean, I guess... The, You can't imagine that your fossil father is going to run for president, maybe in the future, maybe, but still. What is the fascination of documenting all of this and this thinking that no one's ever going to find out? That was my question.
4: It's like, what type of person would actually sit there and record everything? They're recording everything. Well, maybe it's amazing. Maybe he's making a
2: documentary on himself. (laughs) You know, maybe he was in the process of doing something really important—a really important film—because he was sending his dad his links to his Pornhub films. Right. So,
1: well, that of course leaves your dad in position for things like this to happen. Cut two. I'm dealing with gun violence.
6: What
4: do you think about Hunter? Because, make
6: no <laughs> mistake, <laughs> sit down—you'll hear what I have to say. What you do you think?
4: think about Hunter? You're you? There's a video of him arguing with a hooker about how much crack he had. <laughs> what do you think about that? the president. <laughs>
6: Okay. Because make no mistake about it.
7: <laughs> that's what it happens. Now, wasn't
2: the, that the dad of the Parkland shooter?
3: Yes. That's who that was. Yeah. Was it Parkland? Today, it was yeah. It, the, well, yeah. Well, from 1918.
4: 1918,
1: it happened, yeah. yes. No, that was Douglas Stone and Douglas. Uh...
3: 2018.
1: Yeah. 2018. Well, no, 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 Rick, not according to Joe Biden. Yeah. Oh. 1918. my oh. Oh, oh, god. We'll get to that a little later. Oh, no. But that's what happens. <laughs> in his uh, documentation of his um, incredibly uh, screwed up life. Although this may not be a popular opinion, but um, as fascinating as it is to us, and to obviously some on the right, because of the way that Trumps have been treated, and of course have done nothing. I don't know that people trying to pay the bills that this registers as a huge thing for them, that they're following every in and out of Hunter Biden. In, his, in this story. But I mean, it really is unbelievable to think about the fact that this is the son of the current sitting president. Every one of our enemies around the world has had to have this along with the FBI for years, what we're now seeing. They probably figured they wouldn't crack this, this iCloud because this is all new. This is not laptop stuff. I mean, some of it may be iCloud backed up, backup, supposedly. But how much of this is new? How much of this is duplicate from the laptop? We don't know. But, I mean. It's all new to us. It's all new to <laughs> us. It started flowing out the other night, like, just one after. the. Was it last night? I guess it was last night, right?
4: Yeah. It's crazy, too. And you start to think about it. It's like, why now? Why is it coming out now?
1: Oh, because he's on. I mean, they're going to. They're going to. They're throwing they're him dump, to the oh, wolves. Yeah, they are
2: going to lay every bit of blame on him, and then they're going to tell you the agenda will be different, and then they'll follow with the exact same policy of the Great Reset without, with a new puppet in charge.
1: Right, but did who's going
4: to be that puppet
1: is the question. Did you see? Did, well, who knows? We have to ask Susan Rice or Obama or whoever is pulling the strings here. Ron right. Plain. You ever notice that he you never hear about Susan Rice anymore? No. It's like she's not even. It's like she's not even around. Um. Just to
5: clarify on that last clip, it was the father of one of the uh, victims, not the shooter.
2: Father, right? Father of the victims.
5: Right. That's not what we said.
1: Was there a second interruption today too, from the, or is that the only one? That was my least. No, no. The the one I played is
5: the one I'm talking about.
1: Okay. But was there another one from the from the shooters uh, or from the, uh, what did we say?
5: No, no. Uh, earlier, earlier, when we played the clip, we said it was the father of the shooter. It's a father of the victim. Oh yeah, not the yeah. shooter. To my knowledge, oh, it's the only yeah, interruption. Yeah,
1: yeah. Right, right. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. No, Did, you, sorry, see, yeah. Did yeah, you see? Yeah. Did you see the New York spoke. Times today? Rick Delgado.
5: No,
4: Speaking I don't read of what the New you York, York Times. Said, but oh, I'm I Sorry, heard
1: Paul, you said it too. About dumping Biden. Yeah, the New York Times it. today. Most Democrats don't want Biden in 2024. New poll shows. Now, number one, this is the New York Times, and the poll. Is a Siena... Siena Times poll, right? Which Times is, poll, which... Which is a very liberal poll. <laughs> yeah, which <laughs> is basically like, you know, we'll do anything to help this guy. They would skew anything they could to try to help him. It's a Democratic lean, heavy poll, and even they couldn't do it. And as the New York Times calls it this morning, an alarming level of doubt from inside his own party with 64% of Democratic voters saying they would prefer a new standard-bearer in the 2024 presidential campaign, according to the New York Times-Siena College poll, as voters nationwide have soured on his leadership, giving him a meager 33% job approval rating. So we've, I mean, we've never seen numbers like this for a president ever. Ever. As someone said, we're getting close to the roaring 20s. <laughs> it's like the roaring 20s here, Biden's approval. Widespread concerns about the economy and inflation. This is why I say I don't, I don't know. The Hunter Biden stuff is oof, rough, but I'm not sure it's on the top of everybody's mind who, who is thinking about how am I going to pay the mortgage. Um, so we'll get into a little bit more of what this poll, and Pierre was asked about it today in the press briefing room. what her response was sports and news lots to do on a monday live from studio 6b we'll get to the getter chat as well glad you're in 17 past the hour live from studio 6b on a monday getting a big week start this is a big week lots going on could be a volatile week especially in the markets cpi data on wednesday and uh it could be hot it could be hot 8.6 last month was hotter than the 8.2 they expected (sighs) and um man i don't know i'm kind of torn because i really thought inflation may be peaked and would stay obviously elevated but maybe it peaked i'm not so sh- i don't know we may get a higher rating than 8.6 uh, i fu- i don't know i get it about as much by the way as the people in charge getting it get it which is not that much so i have no idea what to expect and by the way neither do they and they're supposed to i'm just supposed to sit here and talk about it what i think and hope that you uh, have an interest in it they are actually supposed to know what the hell they're doing and clearly they don't. And they don't even know how to talk about it. Some of the answers, you, some of the talk you hear from this administration about this economy, I, I, you know, I don't know what numbers they're looking at.
8: Oh, yeah, underlying. It's so strong. Really?
1: Well, we'll see. We'll see. But we've told you as long as anyone has about inflation. And once it's out of the bottle, it's hard to put back. We've nailed that more than almost anybody else has talked about it. We've talked about it longer than most have talked about it. It was on our radar early. So we'll see what Wednesday brings. Could be a very volatile week. And we'll see if this administration continues to scramble for answers that they don't have. As horrible tax policy, horrible policy from the Fed, from the Treasury Secretary, who are all too old to even be in the job, and Biden, of course, totally lost at sea, is heading towards a, recession and god forbid depression so we'll get into that but let's start with some news news is brought to you by our friends at seven cells who just continue to expand their offerings great webs great stuff went to the website today all new stuff seven lfs 6p at checkout uh what's going on no no news paul nolan
2: so i just want to clarify we we saw earlier the uh the man standing up you know asking uh you know uh, biden about his son in uh, the Video with crack and all that. So the first story I had from just the news was President Biden gave remarks Monday on the South Lawn about a recent passing of a bipartisan gun legislation, yeah. and uh, he had said uh, today is many things. It's proof that despite the naysays we can make meaningful progress on dealing with gun violence. And then Manuel Oliver who lost his son, uh, Joaquin, in the 2018 Parkland shooting, at that point stood up and said, we have to do more than that. And Biden responded by saying, I've been trying to tell you this for years. Sit down, uh, you'll hear what I have to say. As security approached Oliver, Biden told him, let him talk, but continued with uh, his address saying, make no mistake about it, this legislation is real progress, more has to be done. So I didn't see anywhere in this where that was... Um. um man, uh, Manuel Oliver. So I don't. Do we know who this man was? Because this is not in the article. And can you can you roll what he said again?
1: Cut two G. Roll that. I'm dealing with gun violence. What do you think about Hunter? Because make
6: no mistake. Sit down. You'll hear what I have to say. What do you think?
4: think about Hunter? You're you? There's a video of him arguing with a hooker about how much crack he has. What do you think about that, Mr. President?
7: <laughs> okay
4: because
6: make no mistake
2: about it Mm. Mm. yeah the article i have (laughs) in just the news doesn't go any further than that but that is just intense
1: Mm. yeah i think he's the only the guy who interrupted today from what i could tell from watching you watched the whole thing g obviously when you edited it right i
5: did but the original feed that i watched the audio was very not clear during that portion so i found that particular piece somewhere else i'm not 100% 100% confident to say that that's not you know someone just overlaying their own audio mm.
1: um, by the way it's not meaningful legislation at all it's just a, it's just an attempt at um...
5: also Fran's got an article it's this picture of the father it looks like the same guy with okay. the uh, hair bun
2: Okay. and the purple jacket
4: yeah his name is Manuel Oliver yeah. yes Yep. it's so not meaningful ge-
1: legislation we know the 14 Republicans who signed on to this. It's just an attempt at, um, if, you know, given what the Supreme Court has done in the last three weeks, they, they, they don't like it. They don't like it. They found four weak, 14 uh, pathetic Republicans to go along who caved to the moment. And it's just, it's just their first attempt to just carve out a little bit, take away a little bit of your Bill of Rights because if they can get to one of them, well, then they can get to all of them, bingo, and that, that's all this is. It's not meaningful legislation. It's just it's just proof that the Republican Party is, for the most part, a bunch of uh, pathetic uh, pansies, and will cave
2: or complicit traitors because uh, they want to appease their
8: donors
1: or that, uh, really, at the at, at anything. So this it's it's just a big show what that was today. And he's rightfully got called out for his criminal son. And by the way, I mean, we don't know, again, we don't know where this, where this all goes. Is it all out there? What else is going on? They, I saw an article today, they're targeting maybe Sarah Biden for some flagged financial, um, not statements, but financial activity that was flagged. J.P. Morgan had flagged. And maybe some other, some other people had flagged. I still Five million believe. bucks coming through some Chinese um, something or other.
2: Meanwhile, we're sending over uh, with sour crude that needs to be refined, and people are saying, "Oh, it's not a big deal. It's sour crude." Well, why can't we just refine it here? You know, I mean, to me, like, why, why did the Democrats stop President Trump from loading up the reserves when he tried to, when it was fourteen dollars a barrel? He tried to load up our reserves when it was fourteen dollars a barrel, and the Democrats d- denied it, blocked them from doing it. Why? Why weaken this nation? What is their agenda?
1: Well, people are asking why selling it from the um, Strategic Reserve. Why, why is, would anything from the Strategic Reserve not stay in the States? Why is it going overseas?
2: Right, because it's going to the company that Biden's you know, financial company had invested heavily in, that Hunt the Biden's company. Was it Sink? Uh, I can't remember. I'll, I'll find it in a minute, the next story. But it's crazy. It's crazy. There, there's a big financial connection between the two.
1: Yeah. All right. What else is going on in the news?
2: Oh, we're not doing sports now. Um,
1: no, we'll do sports when we get back.
2: Okay. Then uh, let me go back to this. Um, gas prices uh, across U.S. decrease amid less demand at the pumps for high-priced petroleum. National average price a gallon of uh, regular gas was four seventy-two, down 12 cents from last week. Oh, yeah.
1: they're celebrating it too, by the way. Down oh. 12 cents. They're all jumping up and down at the White House. It was two bucks when he went into office.
2: Yeah, well, well, everybody's stranded at home and not leaving and buying something and reducing their carbon footprint because they can't leave their home because they're afraid to spend money on petrol to, to go anywhere or do anything, and other businesses die and will soon shut it down because of it. They're celebrating. So, Ah, uh, the prices—the um, national uh, average price went down um, to four seventy-two. Drivers were paying three dollars fourteen cents a gallon on average this time a year ago. Prices increased uh, drastically after the start of Russia's invasion uh, February in Ukraine, disrupting energy supply worldwide. Um, I saw some other reports today. I um, that uh, Russia is threatening to hold back. Production of five million uh, barrels a day, which they're saying could increase the price here and cripple us by eleven dollars a gallon is what they're saying, that this could be their retaliation for, you know, NATO, UN, uh, you know, the International Monetary Fund and you know, all those bankers kind of provoking this fight. So that's the, their response to it. So,
1: And I'll tell you who's really looking in the mirror right now is Germany. And once again, I know they run on the morning show uh, a segment called Trump Was Right. Well, you can run that one on there because was he right about Germany when he gave that speech at the UN? And of course, the German officials sat there and kind of snickered at him saying that they're, uh, you're relying on Russia for all your energy. One day could come back and bite you or something to that effect. And you look at what they're doing now in Germany. Yeah. Rationing has already started. Hot water. You're going to get it for a certain amount of time a day, and that's it. At night, uh, your thermostat's going up to this, whether you like it or not. So that's already started to happen. With natural gas basically getting cut off. They were responsible for 40% of it, Russia was, to Germany. It's now effectively a zero. But don't worry, all the green energy stuff is coming here too utopia as we all call it all right we'll do some sports when we get back we'll do some more news and um i'll show you the first of our harry on the highway in alaska coming up six B, 30 minutes past the hour on a monday real america's voice just getting a week started glad you're in get her chats fired up good to see them as always lots to talk about uh let's do some sports right now with the man in the yellow suit the yellow tonight yellow. and that of course is rick Emirati, what's going on, Slick Rick?
3: Big D, Wimbledon, Novak Djokovic defeats Nick Kyrgios to win seventh. That's seventh Wimbledon title. ESPN News Services, London, Novak Djokovic uses steady brilliance to beat the ace-delivering, trick-shot-hitting Nick Kyrgios, 4-6, 6-3, 6-4, 7-6, yesterday for a fourth consecutive Wimbledon championship and seventh overall. Among men, only Roger Federer, with eight, has won more titles at Wimbledon than Djokovic, and only Rafael Nadal owns more major trophies with 22. As of now, Djokovic will not be able to try to pull even with Nidal by winning the U.S. Open, which begins in late August. The 35-year-old uh, Serbian can't enter the United States because he decided not to get any shots against COVID-19. The same reason Djokovic missed the Australian Open in January. I'm not vaccinated, Djokovic said yesterday, and I'm not planning to get vaccinated. Now, my understanding is that that was lifted, right, to travel in, or did I mis- misunderstand that? Yeah,
7: that's what I thought, right too.
3: I I found that odd that he can't come into the United States because he's unvaccinated. I thought you can travel abroad now and into the United States without the vaccination. It's very interesting that he said that.
1: I don't know. I know you don't have to get tested if you're an American citizen coming back into the country, but I don't, I don't know about the... Uh, I don't know. Maybe
3: Serbia, maybe, yeah, that's his issue, so really a shame. And all players representing Russia or Belarus were banned by the All-England Club because of the invasion of Ukraine. Among the men kept out of the field were number one ranked, Daniil Medvedev, would have liked to have seen him, uh, the reigning U.S. Open champion and number eight, uh, Audrey Vrublev. Uh, in response, to the WTA and ATP professional tennis tours took the unprecedented step of revoking all ranking points from Wimbledon. A player who was born in Russia but has represented Coxistan for four years. Alina Rabakina won the Women's uh, Trophy Saturday with a 3-6, 6-2, 6-2 victory over Anz Jabor. Uh, it was the first Wimbledon title match since 1962 between two women making their Grand Slam final debuts. And Rabakina at number 23 is the second lowest female champion at the All England since uh, WTA computerized rankings began back in 1975, back in the Billie Jean King days probably. And the rooftop Top rodeo over the weekend. Estes Park, Colorado. The Granny May Arena. Bareback riding. Bill Tudor, 87 points on the Survey Brothers Jelly Bean. And these are all finals as well. Steer Wrestling. Clayton Haas, 3.5 seconds. Good score. Saddle Bronk, Ross Griffin, 85.5 points on Survey Brothers Cookies. tie on roping. We had a tie. Cass and Bernice and Hunter. Realme, 8.2 seconds each. Team Roping, Caleb Driggers and Junior Neguero. Those guys are fantastic. 3.9 seconds with another win. Barrel Racing, uh, Taron Lee, 16.36 seconds. Another great score. And Bull Riding, Jesse Flores, 87 points. On Survey brothers, Skim Walker, which held up over the weekend as the best score. And one more report, Big D. This came in well, a little about twenty to eight, right before the show. Uh Fort Worth Star Telegram reporting former Dallas Cowboys running back Marion Barber died from heat stroke. The autopsy what? said. Yeah. Frisco, Texas from CBS DallasFortworth.com. Good old Dallas Cowboy country. The Collin County Medical Examiner's office said Marion Barber III died from a heat stroke. The former Dallas Cowboys running back was found dead in inside his Frisco apartment on June 1st of this year. The 38-year-old was unresponsible when police were called to make a welfare check. Police said were, there were no obvious signs of foul play at the time. And Barber, well, he retired with 4,780 yards rushing and 53 touchdowns in his career and was an absolute beast for America's team, the Dallas Cowboys. So yeah, no foul play, no drugs, nothing crazy, Paul. Just straight on heat stroke is what he, uh, the autopsy said. What,
2: do you say they were, they were trying to deliver a welfare check?
3: No, they said there was a welfare check when they knocked check on the door, on like, you know, checking oh, up oh, I'm on him. i so it. sorry. I was going to say, <laughs>
2: God forbid. Well, I don't think it's funny, Rick. So many of these yeah. poor guys lose all their money, and the, the large majority of these guys end up in the poor because they get completely ripped off and ruined by family members and charlatans. And so I was just afraid maybe it was on top of it. He was just, you know, so thank God it's not that.
1: But, but even the heat, I mean, heat stroke. Where, like, well, I'm, Texas
3: is 109 I'm, degrees today. I don't know how hot it was in Texas, you know, when this happened, Big D. But, you know, I, he was probably in the house with no air conditioning, possibly. I don't know. Strange. I know. He was strange. a little disoriented, though, because one of the Cowboys teammates, and I forget who off the top of my head, had run into him at a gas station like the month prior. And they said it looked like he just he just wasn't himself. He looked almost like he was walking in the street, and he just didn't look. He looked like almost like a homeless person, they Would said. Would
2: it be possible to say the CTE also? Because I, with the studies, I mean, the running backs bashed their head into the pile. Every time well, the abuse yeah. they take is insane,
3: and that guy ran headfirst. He, he, head. he was an yeah, a, He animal. went
2: full tilt every single play.
3: Half man, half beast, Marion Barber. He
2: really was a. He, he was all in every play.
1: Well, you'll yes. have to follow that story and see if there's any follow up to that. Yeah, please keep
3: us posted on that.
2: I will. A good Seems pro. a little,
1: little strange, really. Yeah. All right, anything else in sports? That's a wrap sports, big day. I'll have right. some more rodeo a little bit later on. All right, we'll do some more sports. We'll do some more news as well. So a couple things on this New York Times piece this morning. You know, um, the 25th Amendment is probably right. Well, it was probably right for Biden before he even took office. He's probably the first candidate for the 25th Amendment during the election season because he was clearly out of it then. But Pelosi would never would never um, – bring it up for him. But it's clear to me, starting to become more clear that this, this anchor is getting too heavy for the Democratic insiders and the Obamaites, the Susan Rices, the Ron Klain's, the Kamala Harris's behind the scenes probably to uh, let this go too much longer, I would think. The only question is, do they dump them before the midterms? Do they dump them after the midterms with more cause to feel better about it? And then what? What? What the hell happens from there? Because this is not a this is not a deep bench, as we would say in the NBA and in sports, the Democratic Party's bench. Unless it's, you know, the vice president can pull less people at a crowd than the president can, and I don't know where you go down the line from there.
4: Well, you go to Pete Buttigieg, uh, you know, maybe the old standbys. Hillary, of course, is saying, "Oh no, I'm not going to run," but you know that she would jump at the chance. And there's also the chatter about Michelle Obama that they've been uh, kind of slowly working into the equation.
1: Like I said, not a deep bench for right. the Democrats. So it's, it'll be interesting to see what they do with Pop Pop here because clearly he's becoming with yeah. 64% of Democratic voters saying they'd prefer a new standard bearer. Widespread concerns about the economy, inflation.
2: Who's going to want his endorsement at the midterms?
1: <laughs> Nobody. Yeah. Tim Ryan doesn't <laughs> want it in Ohio. He doesn't even want him to come there.
2: I mean, you associate with this guy. I mean, it's just you might as well brand yourself a,
4: a disconnected loser. Well, he showed up in Ohio last week, and Tim Ryan took
1: off. More than three quarters of registered voters see the United States moving in the wrong direction. More than three quarters of this is the New York Times I'm reading from, not Breitbart. More than three quarters of registered voters see the United States moving in the wrong direction. A pervasive sense of pessimism that spans every corner of the country, every age range, racial group, city, suburb, rural area, as well as both political parties, including the African-American vote. So African-Americans are really no longer black because they're like down to 48% approval for Biden, which is probably way way too high even then. So if you don't know if you're going to support me, you ain't black. Well, that's a lot of that going around because he's got almost no support. Big daddy T. Yep. Uh, a couple things on this. Let's start with um, Cut 6G, Chuck Todd, Schmunk Todd on Sundays, Meet the Depressed. Roll that. Biden was
9: elected to restore competency and stability to Washington after Donald Trump. But his job approval trails other recent presidents, including Trump, at this point in the election cycle. After a lingering pandemic, the chaotic withdrawal from Afghanistan, failure to stem rising costs, failure to pass voting rights legislation and a failure to substantially address climate change or immigration challenges
2: i mean god that show miss miss, mrs tim russert
1: yeah big time but still there's your meet the press opening on sunday from chuck todd who's like a democratic operative who would be on the phone with the white house every sunday saying how do you want me to do the show if he could probably does and that's what he's left doing uh cut seven here's the commerce secretary
9: whether it's inflation whether it's abortion rights whether it's yet another gun massacre in illinois there is a growing group of democrats that are frustrated believe that the president isn't showing enough energy isn't showing enough fight on any of these issues is any of this criticism in your view justified
0: no no look It's not about who's the best performer. This isn't about, you know, performative. (laughs) This is about who's going to go to work every day and get the job done and deliver for women. I have to say, on a personal level, I first fell in love with uh, Senator Biden way back when, when he was fighting for the Violence Against Women Act. I was an intern at the Department of Justice. This is a guy who has devoted decades to working to help women to provide women rights, and he's fighting every day now. He just signed the executive order to preserve women's uh, health care and reproductive rights. Does that executive so order what
9: does that order do say, other than tell everybody to follow the law? I mean, I, I don't, it looks like it's a glorified press release.
0: Well, you know, you put your finger on an issue, a lot oh, of the, a lot of the things that are coming the president's way, he doesn't have. Um, a silver bullet to solve. I mean, this these issues have to be solved by Congress or in this case, the Supreme Court and Congress. So he's doing what a good executive does, which is go to his team and say, give me every option, that every tool in my toolbox. And that's what this executive order does. He's pushing the limits right. of his authority to stand up for women who've had a right taken away and that's what i look at i know people are frustrated Nonsense. you know folks are cranky crank. with a lot of good reason but we have to focus on Who's going to Jake. work every day and solving... It's
2: like Lily Tomlin after taxes. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's like Lily
2: Tomlin yeah. a little. <laughs> well, seriously, I mean, th- it doesn't, like, honestly, right? They could have pictures of, of Biden swatting puppies and, and little baby chicks with a tennis racket, and she'd be like, he's doing it for a good reason. Right. He, like, he's this- going to work every day it's doing it. It's crazy how there's absolutely no pushback. It's like...
1: like well- how- I mean, I, I don't know. Even that from Chuck Todd, I'm, y- you don't usually get that.
2: A glorified press release wasn't remotely tough enough.
1: Okay. Well, let's go to Bloomberg then because they have less patience for stupid people than even, Todd, than even Chuck Todd does. Here's how oh, yeah, you um, gotta play Here's play. how it goes on Bloomberg. I Keep United hearing that States. word fair. And you and I have had this conversation
3: before. It sometimes makes it sound like something nefarious is happening in certain places. The president over the weekend said this. My message to the companies running gas
10: stations and setting prices at the pump is simple. This is a time of war and global peril. Bring down the price you are charging at the pump to reflect the cost you're paying for the product and do it now. Jeff Bezos came out and tweeted the following. I'm sure you read it. Inflation is far too important a problem for the White House to keep making statements like this. It's either straight ahead misdirection or a deep misunderstanding of
3: basic market dynamics. I'm not going to accuse you of the latter. I want to talk about the former. Where's that messaging coming from?
0: The president has made clear that his number one goal is delivering for the American people. We are in a time of crisis. We are in a time of war where where the president and our allies, we are supporting the Ukrainian Congress effort both sides of the aisle to say this is an important priority. And one of the consequences
1: is this high price of oil because of the trends. His important and? question everyone heather everyone in the nation wants to know the answer to the question mr farrell just asked
9: you which is who is advising the president on shockingly naive price theory over a gallon of gas so the president is not shockingly naive
1: <laughs> yeah well
2: that whole interview was was worth watching was but that's what minute.
1: they're getting almost everywhere they they're now as they're going this is what they're getting everywhere they go They're not getting the love fest, even on places like Bloomberg and on Meet the Press and the New York Times this morning. So the only question is how much longer does he make it? Does he make it to the midterms?
2: Still too soft.
1: 13 to the hour. So this past weekend, Real America's Voice was up in Alaska for the uh, Trump rally. The president was on fire. I didn't see all of it, but I saw some of the clips of him. He was he was fired up. He was fired up over all kinds of stuff. People in the crowd with some shirts he liked on, and all, all kinds of. He was fired up over Elon Musk, uh, Elon Musk, and uh, all kinds of great things. The president was his usual humorous and fiery self um so real america's voice was there and in the lead up harry oates executive former executive producer of this show who's Well, decided to go out. I don't know, gee, what would you call this? He decided to go out and uh, explore. I guess is the only word. It's like he
5: made a pilot for his own nature show.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, okay, that's a good. There you go. See, that's why I asked, geez, perfect way to say it. Harry Oates started the pilot to his own nature show, and episode one is Harry finds a river. Roll it, gee. Are you kidding?
2: Sounds like he's eating potato chips.
10: So here we are in some national park, just walking out pl- over the pl- here? A river. And we're going to go find out where it is. Hopefully, we don't oh run into a moose or a
1: bear or. All right, now stop it. Now, where is a black bear when you need one? <laughs> like right from. You see that path right behind him? I was just hoping. But no such luck. What about a polar bear that could throw a can of Coke at him? Something. something. <laughs> just just something. But no, nothing. Nothing. Go ahead. Rob Schwartz. I don't know which one. One of the three we're going to run into. Let's take a look. There's Harry's uh, accommodations for just the week. Just
10: in case we get lost, mark our outings because we're heading into the woods.
4: Uh-huh. You follow the trail. Some trail. (laughs) Captain Obvious here. (laughs) Captain Obvious. I see him. There he is. This is unbearable. Oh, there's the river. How's he going to get to the other side?
10: A couple of minutes Where? down the path, we're, we're still alive, yeah. and uh,
4: here it is. Look how beautiful it is. Here it is, water. I've heard about water. <laughs> I didn't know it existed, but here it is. We got
10: some pans, so we're gonna we're gonna see if we can find some gold. Like a nice gold chain.
1: They look good. What do you think, Karen? <laughs> <laughs> hey. All right, there you go. So
4: he's going to be panning for gold in some state park. Wow. Episode Buy one. some water
1: he found. Episode one of Harry's <laughs> Nature Show, soon to be airing on Real America's Voice, right after Lawn Border. <laughs> Who knew we had our own David Attenborough? Yes. At our fingertips. Oh, yeah. Exactly right. Exactly right. So more
2: from Harry Oates We're later. in some national park Chapter <laughs> somewhere th- in a state in the north.
1: <laughs> Chapter two is Harry um, talks about the Alaska scenery. And then chapter three is Harry's Glacier Expedition. Ooh, I'm I'm looking forward to that. One.
4: That sounds exciting.
1: Well that's coming up later in the show. But right now let's do some more sports and here with that. This Slick Rick. Rick Amirati. What's going on, pal? I have
4: to follow
3: that. Okay.
1: <laughs> Here we go. The well, Calgary Stampede. Yes, Let's go did. right to Calgary. Yes, S- you do.
3: Some rodeo, Big D. $1.4 million payout. Bareback riding third round. We have a tie. Clayton Bigelow on Calgary Stampede's Simply Marvelous. And Tim O'Connell, the great Tim O'Connell on Calgary Stampede's Coffee Express. 86 points. Each five G's apiece. Uh, Steer Wrestling, third round. Will Loomis, 4.1 seconds. Uh, Saddle bronc, third round. Zeke Thurston, 89 points. On Calgary Stampede's urgent delivery, 5,500 tie-down roping third round. Haven Megid 7.6 seconds. Bow racing Stevie Hillman 17.51 seconds in the third round. And bull riding uh, Clayton Sellers 88. 88- Eighty-eight and a half points on outlaw buckers afraid to nod. Fifty-eight seventy-five, and here's one former Secretary of State. Seventeen
1: seventy-six, Rav Chef uh, Slick Rick said Harry was looking for Bigfoot, but he ran into Maxine Waters. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: That's good. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, moving along here. Former Secretary of State Condoleezza Rice joins Denver Broncos' new ownership group. This is from Jeff Legwood, ASPN, uh, Inglewood, Colorado. Uh, former U.S. Secretary of State Condoleezza Rice has joined the incoming ownership group for the Denver Broncos. Rice, who also has also served as the National Security Advisor as well as Provost of Stanford University, lived in Denver during her childhood and received a bachelor's degree and a doctorate from the <laughs> University of Denver. In June, a group led by Walmart heir Rob Walton that includes Walton's daughter, Carrie Walton-Penner, her husband, Greg Penner, and Melody Hobson, co-CEO of Ariel Investments and chair of the uh, Starbucks uh, board of corporation, uh, agreed to purchase the Broncos for 4.65 billion buckaroos. Uh, In a statement Monday, Walton said, we are pleased to welcome former Secretary of State Condoleezza Rice to our ownership group, a highly respected public servant, accomplished academic and corporate leader. Secretary Rice is well known as a passionate a knowledgeable football fan uh, who has worked to make the sport stronger and better. So Denver Broncos, Condoleezza Rice, there you go. It's probably a watered-down type ownership. But they don't give the percentage of what she actually owns. I sure owns. would
2: love to know how much money she has to pump into that because, boy, politics sure pays well, huh?
3: Sure. I tell you, where'd she come up with that kind of money? Buying an NFL team? I mean, that's Please. the billion-dollar club, Paul. The billion-dollar club gets involved in that. Um, and well, but what did she, what percentage does she own? Didn't say big D I just said, yeah, they, they don't give you the exact percent. So what what yeah. is
1: point what? 0. 0001 for probably 50 grand along with the 900 other people? Now, you, think well, is that, you think
3: it's that little estate? No, nah, the group think. is basically, it's really five people in the group. Like I said, the uh, Walmart, Rob Walton, we'll probably put down a long, <laughs> share. Say, yeah. how much do you
1: think do they own?
3: <laughs> yeah. Probably 4.5 billion, yeah. 4.65 billion. Um, and uh, anyway, World Cup is heating up, guys, and we have an exclusive World Cup stadium stands will be alcohol-free uh, under Qatar. Curbs. This is Andrew Mill of Reuters. Uh, Qatar's World Cup stadium stands are set to be alcohol-free with beer sales. Outsider readers only allowed before and after some matches, a source with knowledge of plans for the soccer tournament. Said, this year's World Cup is the first to be held in a Muslim country with strict controls on alcohol, presenting unique challenges for organizers of an event uh, often associated with beer drinking fans and sponsored by global brewing brands. So amazing. They're going to have tailgating outside and after post parties, but they can't get any beer inside. The uh, stadium at stadiums, the plans are still being finished. But the current discussion is to allow fans to have beer upon arrival and when leaving the stadium. I don't see the point, boy. That, that's going to be some tailgate, probably start at 9 a.m. for a seven o'clock match, something like one of the NFL uh, um, tailgate parties. It, are.
1: Drinking in public is illegal in Qatar, so it's illegal to have it in public spaces. And they only have one liquor store in the entire country. There I should go.
3: open one now. Wow, crank! There'd be no competition. What I think they're doing is they're doing some kind of a designated, like, sand-type pit where they're going to fence it off. So I guess I guess they're going to look the other way, Fran. I don't know. But that's really some story, and i uh, will have a lot of impact. I, I, those Irish teams, they're not going to be happy without their beer. And some of the German teams, they're going to miss that. That's a big part of the whole World Cup. You know, it's part of the whole culture, really. But uh, anyway, we'll keep track of that. But that's it, Big D. That's a wrap on
1: sports. Back to you. All right, very good. So the first um, lady was out today. And this is why she doesn't get out to speak too much. Uh, the WTF of the day, G, roll that.
11: I'm crazy! Raul helped build this organization with the understanding that the diversity of this community, as distinct as the Bogodas of the Bronx, as beautiful <laughs> the as the Blossoms Bogodos. of Miami, and as unique as the breakfast tacos here in San Antonio, <laughs> is your strength. And yet, it's when you speak with one voice, Unidos, that you find your power.
7: I'm crazy!
2: I know the perfect guy for... Wait, sure, he
1: has him. I mean, What? <laughs> Yeah, Bogadas. Bogadas. <laughs> what is that? Heck Between is that?
4: Bogadas and comparing the community to breakfast tacos. tacos.
5: <laughs> I, I read the transcript for the speech, and those were part of her script. So <laughs> let's, let's let's you know let's not leave the scriptwriter out of this one. By the way, she's trying to this, say bodegas.
1: Yeah, but you know what? She has, she has final sway over. Her. I'm not reading this. Uh, you would think, and you would think wow. she knows what it's supposed to mean, even if it's spelled. I mean. Bogadas? Bogadas. <laughs> would you ever, G, would you ever say Bogadas if you saw it? I don't know what a Bogada is. Well, you wouldn't know what he meant? <laughs> I mean, I've been to a bodega. <laughs> exactly. Yes. You can ask them. Bogada, Bogada. <laughs> well, that was a quick hour. Man. God, I got you. I, so all good. right, hour two. Oh, no. Bogada, Bogada. <laughs> oh, yes, there goes. <laughs> from Studio 6B, Hour 2. Lots to do. Glad you're in. Paul Nolan's got the news. Rick Amirati's got some more sports. Rick Delgado's here Geofriend holding it down. Lots to get to in Hour 2. We got a crazy town from today. We got a couple LOL the days. We got an Is This English? We got some more stuff from Harry. We got a great package from Don Thompson. <clears throat> Americans say what's right and wrong about the country right now. All that coming up, plus we got the Getter chat all fired up as always over there on Getter at Real AM Voice, where it's exclusively where we uh, stream every night on social media, where you can chat with the live from Studio 6B audience, which is just fantastic and fired up as always. So you can go over there on to at Real AM Voice. Make sure you follow as well. Make sure you follow us at LFS6B everywhere. Uh, Paul, we'll do some more news here in a second, but let's just put a let's just put a um, period on what we started the show on with this new poll out that Biden's just become a lame duck um, anchor on the whole party at this point, and even the even the the uh, most arduous Biden supporters at this point are getting getting to the point where they're just trying to figure out do we dump the old fool before do we dog track time them before the midterms or do we wait till after but then of course the question is what do they do from there so that's the question but to the poll the new york times um sienna maris poll i believe it was cut eight jean pierre was asked about this poll today roll that you you mentioned some of the accomplishments of the administration but that that same poll that came out uh, said that 63 percent of Democrats
10: uh, believe the country is headed in the wrong direction. Uh, how, do, how do you explain that?
11: Well, we understand what the American people are feeling. We understand that. We understand that um, inflation uh, is hurting families uh, when they are around the kitchen table, uh, when they're trying to figure out, um, you know, how how they're going to deal with uh, gas prices at the pump, how they're going to deal with food prices as well, so we understand that families are hurting right now. That is why. Um, the, the president has been laser focused on uh, on making sure that <laughs> laser we focused. Uh, truly deal with inflation. Um, and so you know, <laughs> we've seen so the so gas good. prices go down. Uh, we believe that uh, that is going to continue. That's going to be a trend that we will continue to see. Uh, the president has been working on this for months, uh, and we have to understand how we also got here. Uh, we got here with the uh, with the increase of, of gas prices and food prices because of Mr. Putin's war in Ukraine. Um, and what we and <laughs> how Putin's in particular war. with food and gas and how his unprecedented brutal war on Ukraine has caused cost, has cost, uh, prices to go up. Uh, and, and so, it, it, look, the president's going to be focused. We have sure. a strong economy. Um, <laughs> we are going to, uh, Enough. you know, as we're I talking can't about it. inflation. I can't, our-
1: I, can't, I can't take her. I can't take her. They all talking riddles in this uh, administration. They all just talking riddles.
2: Biden I mean- was laser focused?
1: Laser focused? <laughs>
2: on
1: shuffleboard? Maybe laser <laughs> surgery he needs, but laser focused. That's the whole point. It's like they, they prove the whole point when they try to answer questions about the point. They just prove exactly why the polls are where they are. They're all incompetent around him. Your article last week, I read you. He has nobody around him that's any better than he is, as bad as he is. There's nobody that gives him any help. They're all incompetent. She makes Saki look like Edward R. Murrow for crying out loud. I mean, she. She is so awful at that job. It is.
4: Look. And she doesn't even wear yellow as good as Rick
1: does. No. No, not at all. <laughs> not even close. Not even close. Come on. Not even close.
2: Come on. You got to admit, she looks nice. She's, she's, she's as lovely as Rick. That's not
5: a fair
1: comparison.
2: No. Come on. They're both lovely. Rick, love here, is. however, is very smart.
1: One can Jeez. speak in complete sentences, and one babbles, <laughs> and, the, and the French one babbles along.
2: I mean, think about the 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 gymnastics she has to do. I mean, this administration has done nothing right, and she's got to get up there. And yeah, there's softball questions with the outside of one or two real ones. It's an impossible job. You got to admit that
1: it's impossible. We'll see what she's gonna. The, the gymnastics she have to do on Wednesday when CPI comes out hotter than eight six
5: she'll just bring someone out who'll say it's good for most of her thing and she'll take three questions and leave.
1: This this is what the other thing that happened today in the press briefing room. Now think about what this administration has been doing over the last x amount of months. We keep hearing about the the Iran deal. We got to go back to the Iran deal. The Iran deal. We got to get back to the table Iran Iran you know, the, the, the Trump. That Trump. Terrible Trump. Ending the Iran deal. What a great deal. We got to get back to that. Jake Sullivan. Take him seriously. Here's he. Here's what he says today.
10: Indicates that the Iranian government is preparing to provide Russia with up to several hundred UAVs, including weapons-capable UAVs on an expedited timeline. Our information further indicates that Iran is preparing to train Russian forces to use these UAVs with initial training sessions slated to begin as soon as early July. It's unclear whether Iran has delivered any of these UAVs to Russia already, but this is just one example of how uh, Russia is looking to countries like Iran for capabilities that are also being used, I might add, or have been used before we got the ceasefire in place in Yemen, to attack Saudi Arabia. Uh, So from our perspective, uh, we will continue to do our part to help sustain the effective defense of Ukraine and to help the Ukrainians show that the Russian effort to try to wipe Ukraine off the map cannot succeed foreign information
1: so not only are these people stupid but they're gullible as well the president doesn't even get people to pick up the phone around the world anymore most of the time they try to get to the table with iran to to, to uh because they think they're going to strike some deal like they're going to be that like iran's not going to get a nuclear weapon here and and here they are once again out the back door to help all of our enemies. And it's the same thing. It's with China, with Russia, Iran, with Russia. And there's Biden. Uh, Let me go to the Middle East to beg for oil. That should, that'll, that'll be his own party, Rokana. What's the point of this trip? What's the point of this trip? Go over and bend the knee for oil? That's what you're going to do? So he's not only disgraced on the... On, on our stage, he's a disgrace. On the world stage, and they're and they're all as gullible as they can be. With all these people, they give information to uh, the China, thinking they're gonna. And what does China do? Runs it right to Russia. Try to get to the table
8: with Iran. What does Iran do? Right to Russia. They don't respect this guy. No, they want to. They want to topple. They want to topple him. And again, this?
1: in getting back to the, to the bench, they look, at, they look at who could be next, and they go, oh, <laughs> come see, on, bring you it see on. see the
2: story from Just the News I ran announced Sunday that it began enriching uranium up to 20% using sophisticated centrifuges at its underground nuclear plant, according to the state TV. Um, this comes uh, amid the, um, the escalation and the standoff with the West. Uh, Tehran is enriching uranium up to 20% purity, a technical step from weapons-grade levels of 90%, uh, percent, um, with a new set of its most advanced centrifuges at a facility deep inside mountains um, is yet another blow to the already slim chances of reviving the accord. Um, this is like, this, what they've got on the, on the horizon here. It looks like it's just a matter of time before they have, you know...
1: Biden's handing it to him on a silver injury. platter, of course. It's like the old, you know, you're. You spent. How long have they spent trying to get this deal back to the table? A year, a year and a half, almost yeah. the whole time they've been in office. Basically,
8: since January twentieth, twenty
1: twenty one. So this is the old oh, "you reap what
8: you sow" deal. I mean, it's just.
1: There's just we, as we've said, is you have all the wrong people, in all the places at all the wrong times to deal with this world, in this administration.
8: So, just bad news everywhere.
1: Um, all right, a couple other things. So, she has no answers about this. We'll see what happens. One more from the Commerce Secretary. Cut nine because CPI's coming out on Wednesday. The housing market is well on its way to turning over. Well on its way. Cancellations of mortgages, cancellation of new construction, the, the numbers are not even up until the left. They're like space shuttle to the left, uh, to the right. That's how fast they're going up. Cancellations in, in new housing, new construction, mortgages being canceled, new purchases being canceled. Now, the jobs number is the only
8: thing they continue to hang their head on. Here's
1: cut nine, the Commerce Secretary, about the... Um, clearly the recession were if not already in going to be in for almost for certain roll that
9: can we afford avoid a recession if interest rates keep climbing
0: good morning george good to be with you uh i think we can so let me say this the economy in the past year year and a half has been growing at unprecedentedly high rates Wait, no, so know, stop, five, just stop percent. it stop
1: it the economy last quarter shrink. So right off the bat, you you almost can't take this seriously. Almost. Because the the last quarter GDP growth was negative. The Atlanta Fed has changed their outlook for the what we're going to get at the end of this month for the for last quarter to negative as well. So again, I don't know what these people are looking at when they do these interviews. They think this is going to prolong or put off the inevitable or make them look better, or they won't have to answer for it somewhere down the road. I don't know what they think, but I don't know what she's talking about. Go ahead.
0: I don't think that we should expect that, right? I think it's normal to think that as we continue to come out of the pandemic, we will transition to a more, to a robust growth, but a more steady growth. So I do think at some point, you know, we will see uh, a less rapid growth in the economy but I don't see any reason to think that we will have uh, a serious recession in fe- you know by no measure right we've recovered all the jobs since the pandemic uh, people's household balance sheets are strong companies are doing well companies are hiring companies are growing I was, was recently talking to the CEO of a, a major US company who said to me you know it's almost like we're trying to talk ourselves into a recession he said he sees no signs of it you know his customers both individual and companies are buying so the fundamentals of this economy are very strong inflation is our is our problem and it is our top priority Uh, and so I think you know perhaps a transition to a more traditional growth level but I don't think we should be talking ourselves into a recession you know
1: Inflation is our problem, but I don't see... Re- well, the whole, idea of getting re- the whole idea of getting inflation under control is you have to raise rates. The nominal rate's going to have to probably get to four. We're now at, what, maybe two and a half? We have at least another 75, maybe another 75 after that. If she doesn't think that a quarter already of negative growth and possibly another one, that is recession already. I don't know what she's talking about. I really don't. All right, we'll talk more about this when we get back. Live from Studio 6B on a Monday. All right, 17 past the hour. Live from Studio 6B on a Monday. Let's get to, before we do sports... Harry intros the Alaska scenery, G. Roll that.
10: Hey, guys. So here we are.
1: Our journey continues in Alaska.
10: We're probably about an hour and a half out of Anchorage. And uh, scenery this way don't look too great, but let's take a look over here. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Alaska. It is just absolutely beautiful here. Um, little windy about 72 degrees and just look at this view
1: wow harry auditioning for weather nation there
4: <laughs> is that, that him is, running across the uh, no that is pretty
1: sick footage i'll tell you that
4: that's him following a truck that's nice
1: well i saw sarah palin was interviewed uh former governor of course of Alaska now running I believe for uh...
4: is that Harry in the boat
1: no I don't think that's Harry in the boat
2: he's auditioning for Happy Feet 3
1: (laughs) that's good stuff though (laughs) I mean look at that that is just Harry in the
2: Himalayas next
1: absolutely beautiful so all right there's a little so that's a little more I think that's a little more of Harry on the highway there uh in Alaska I'm sure you were all tuned. Now, I love jumping in the chat when they have the Trump rallies, but I wasn't able to because I was out of town with no service. Absolutely no service, but just beautiful stuff there from, I believe, Don or whoever shot that. It's just great stuff.
5: starting to wonder how they got that shot above the mountains, though.
4: Well, they had to throw Harry pretty high up.
1: Yeah, Harry or did
5: Harry bust out the credit card and yeah, go to the stock hand. footage? <laughs> Harry,
1: <laughs> Harry went on the drone, I think. so. <laughs> All right, let's do some sports with the man in the yellow tonight, Rick
3: Emerati. Slick Rick, what's going on? Uh, big day. Speaking of that in the feed, they were saying, and Harry said, out of Anchorage. Some people say when they're hoping he was out of footage. <laughs> but anyway, Hamill Rodeo and Bull Riding Bonanza from Hamill, Minnesota. Corcoran, Lions Park. All-around cowboy, Jordan Wagner. 1877, steer wrestling and team roping. Bearback riding. Mason Clements, 86.5 points on J-Bar J's straight stick. And Steer Wrestling, Fenton Nelson, 3.5 seconds, good score. Uh, team Roping, Jake Orman and Bray. Scrites 4.4 seconds, $2,500. Saddle Bronk, We had a tie. Tanner Butner on J Bar J's Big Valley and Court cheer on J Bar J Jesse's Horse, 85 points each, and tie down first round. Uh, Cody Huber 8.3 seconds. That score took it all for 1,071 barrel racing. Brianna Halpasuk, a 15.47 seconds. Last but not least, bull riding. Brody Yeary, 89 points on J-Bar J's loaded dice. Uh, And Georgia native Chase Elliott gets first NASCAR Cup victory at Atlanta Motor Speedway. This is an AP report from Hampton, Georgia. With with the home crowd cheering, his every move, Chase Elliott wanted this win so badly. He saw Corey LaHoy uh, coming up quickly in the rearview mirror. No way Elliott was letting him by. The Georgia-born driver powered past the upset-minded LaHoy uh, with just under two laps to go and crossed the finish line under yellow after a big block sent Lloyd smashing into the wall on Sunday at Atlanta Motor Speedway. High-end action, guys. It was Elliott's first NASCAR Cup victory at what he considers his home track after coming up short on his first eight races. Elliott pulled back around in front of the main grandstand greeted by a boisterous ovation from fans who cheered loudly every time he went to the front and seemingly stretched all the way to Dawsonville, the North Georgia town that produced a winner and his father, longtime NASCAR. Oscar Cup star Bill Elliott, who also won there. So, father son tandem, not bad. And Steelers Hines, uh, Steelers Hines uh, Field, trying to catch up with this, uh, reportedly becomes a cruiser stadium. Zach Wassink, I hope I'm pronouncing this right, I didn't even do my homework on it. Uh, as Tim Benz, uh, yard at uh, Zach Wasink, Tim Benz noted for the Pittsburgh Tribune Review. Andrew Filippone of Pittsburgh Sports Radio Station 93.7 The Fan reported that Heinz Field, home of the Pittsburgh Steelers, is getting a new name. Fans of the club didn't have uh, to wait long to learn of the moniker. According to Filippone and Mike Florio of Pro Football Talk, the Pittsburgh based Heinz Ketchup Company will be replaced as the stadium sponsor by Acruzier. Uh, it is expected that Accruzier Stadium will officially be introduced Tuesday. Actually, it's official tonight, I heard but coming onto the show. And Florio uh, adds that Accruzier is an insurance brokerage firm out of Michigan, and he expects that the uh, company's lack of name recognition among casual football fans likely played a role in purchasing uh, the sponsorship rights to Steelers Stadium. So, uh, eh, kind of big news there. So Heinz Ketchup is out. They didn't cut the mustard. And uh, Pittsburgh Steelers star T.J. Watt and soccer player Danny Rose were married over the weekend in a beachside wedding. The great T.J. Watt. He was joined by his brother J.J. and and, and also Steelers fullback uh, Derek Watt. uh, And they had a nice, beautiful uh, San Cabo. San was San. Yeah, it was on uh, San Lucas Cabo. Uh, That's where the uh, the um, uh, ceremony was. Uh, Let me see. Sorry, Cabo, San Lucas, Mexico. Okay. All right, Big D. That's a wrap. You got it.
1: All right. Very <clears throat> good. Slick Rick. Thanks. Uh, let's do some more news and hear what new. Uh, by the way, sports is brought to you by our friend Mike Lindell, who I saw at the rally on Saturday as well. Man, he makes it to all the rallies. He gets the crowd fired up. They love Lindell. Uh, MyPillow.com slash LFS6B. Again, they continue to expand the offerings there. Great stuff. MyPillow.com slash LFS6B. Uh, What's going on, uh, Paul Nolan, in the news?
2: Well, we might as well just report on this from Just the News. A trove of alleged messages and photos from Hunter Biden's phone was posted by the users in the website 4chan on Saturday night after they claim they have hacked the son uh, of the former vice and former vice president iCloud account, so we started to talk about this, but some of the things in here are uh, different than what we mentioned. Moderators on 4chan quickly removed the content, according to the Washington Examiner, but users kept reposting the materials on the anonymous image board. The content could not be verified by Just the News, but 4chan users posted alleged images and text messages involving drug use, money transfer, guns, and even a screenshot of what appears to be President Joe Biden's personal phone number Under the contact, (laughs) Pedo Peter.
1: Pedo Peter, yep.
2: Yeah, and uh, the alleged nickname Pedo Peter comes after Joe Biden asked his son to call him uh, a pseudonym, Peter Henderson, a fictional KGB spy from the Tom uh, Clancy novels, uh, which was reported by The Post. The leak comes shortly after leaked video from Hunter Biden's laptop allegedly shows him smoking and drinking naked in a detox program uh, after asking his father for money to help him. Pay for his uh, rehab.
1: And the Secret Service, by the way, responded today to somebody over at National Review. Uh, I saw this by Diana Glebova. The Secret Service confirmed Monday that it is aware of reports that the contents of Hunter Biden's iCloud account were hacked over the weekend, exposing alleged text pictures and videos of the president's son, Doing drugs and engaging in other salacious activities, 4chan users claim they hacked Biden's phone late Saturday night, posting pictures to the website's main political forum, according to the Washington Examiner. Many of the posts were taken down by the website. The Secret Service said they are, quote unquote, aware of the social media posts and claims about Biden, but are not in position to, quote, make public comments on potential investigative actions. One video purports to show Biden measuring the amount of crack he had while in conversation with a prostitute. Another alleged video shows Biden going down a water slide naked (laughs) and texts allegedly reveal showing Biden claiming President Joe Biden was in possession of five guns in 2019 despite running on gun control. Many of the files posted by 4chan were already found on Biden's abandoned laptop, according to the Washington Examiner. Former Secret Service agent and cyber forensic expert Constantinos Gus Dimitralos previously told the outlet that the contents of the iPhone were authentic. Based on my analysis of the iPhone, I conclude the same results as my analysis of the MacBook Pro laptop hard drive and iCloud-synced data. The person who owns and operates this iPhone XS is Robert Hunter Biden, according to the, uh, according to the outlet.
2: Um, in addition to that, 4chan has already created torrents for the Hunter Biden iPhone and iCloud backups, Yeah, and uh, they're now seeding them. That means if even if 4chan gets shut down, the copies will still be out there, according to Human Events Senior Editor uh, Jack uh, Posogic. So he uh, won an absolute must follow, by the way.
1: Absolutely. <laughs> All right, live from Studio 6 Spana Monday. More news, more to do. Man, Hunt this naked a lot. Crazy Town coming up. Is this English coming up? A couple LOLs of the day. All coming up. the hour live from studio 6b on a monday real america's voice dish network channel 219 pluto tv channel 240 samsung tv plus channel 1029 of course on all your streaming over the top devices and of course streaming exclusively every night over on getter at real am voice make sure you give them a follow give us a follow as well at lfs6b on pretty much all of our social media that matters Facebook's getting close to hundred thousand, which is the number I've wanted to get to for a long time. So, if you haven't liked and followed the Facebook page, I know some of you hate Facebook, but it does help the show out. Uh, if you can follow, get the numbers up. So, um, let's do a bunch of fun stuff here. Let's start with the—is this English? Because I said before, this whole administration just talks in riddles. <laughs> well, the leader, the leader of the riddles, of course, is um, the vice president. She was on something this weekend with the Robert Costa on, uh, yes, as the great one calls it, to face the nation. And she was asked about why they haven't codified Roe v. Wade in years past. And, well, see if you can figure out what her answer means. Roll that, G. I
0: think that, to be very honest with you, I, I do believe that we... <laughs> Should have rightly believed, but we certainly believe that certain issues are just settled. All signs point to good work having happened, but more work to get done.
1: <laughs> what the hell just happened? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. With some help from our friends from the Daily Wire, put that together. <laughs> but that's what she's actually said. I mean, I no, idea. <laughs>
4: well, things are settled.
2: Oh, my God. Does it look like she's not getting enough sleep?
1: She she's getting into this rhythm of like saying something and then almost kind of repeating it. like right. put up the uh, can you put that up G her first sentence the first couple sentences of that again She gets she gets in, she's in this mode of like I think that the next part I think
0: that to be very honest with you I I do believe that we should have rightly believed, but we certainly believe that. Certainly, <laughs> like she believes. All signs point to good work having happened, but more yeah. work to get done. So,
1: we rightly well, believe, well, but should have believed what we the could have just happened. Do you,
2: do you see the way she's just buying time to try to somehow
4: pray to God a thought, an
1: original thought works. pops yeah. in her head? Yeah.
4: And, and she grabs onto a word, and she's done it a bunch. Well, where you say, she'll say something, and then she'll repeat that something again a little bit differently. And then repeated a third time,
11: the a little bit first. differently,
4: right? Well, <laughs> it's almost like the, the the again the book report analogy from, from the kid is not prepared, you yeah. know? Yeah. Where it's just like and the cat on the hot tin roof, right? Because he was a cat, and the roof was made of tin, which uh-huh. inherently yeah. was hot, right? Yeah. Right. <laughs> because it was tin and the sun was beating right. It, it's one of those, it's, huh? She is empty.
1: Yes. Right, well, she has to,
4: nothing in her head. Well, I'm let's sorry.
1: get to the brains this, of the operation then. <laughs> but
2: does this make us misogynist because we think she's dim?
1: <laughs> no, I don't I, think so. I, I'm so
2: sick of them casting aspersions. Dim is dim. She is dim. Oh.
1: All right, let's get to the brains of the operation, G. LOL of the day, Biden gets his mind blown by new space telescope. Roll that- it. Is that the laser
4: he was focused on earlier?
1: I was going to say
6: good afternoon, but we're starting this meeting late because I was engaged in preparing for a trip to the Middle East. But today is a historic day. Six and a half months ago, a rocket launched from Earth carrying the world's newest, most powerful deep space telescope on a journey one million miles into the cosmos. First of all, that blows my mind a million miles into the cosmos. It really doesn't matter, it really is amazing. And uh, um, you know, as an international collaboration, this telescope embodies how America leads the world, not by the example of our power, but the power of our example. We can see possibilities no one has ever seen before. We can go places no one has ever gone before. You know, you've you've heard me say over and over again, America is defined by one single word. possibilities. (laughs) possibilities. <laughs> I want to thank the team at NASA, once again, showing that that's who we are. That's who we are as a nation, a nation of possibilities. And now let's take a look at the very first image from this miraculous telescope.
2: <laughs> it's the <Hunter> Biden. <laughs> <laughs> In
6: the float tank.
2: In his float tank, yeah.
9: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Was that a laugh? Was that a clap? Track? Time for the press to leave, and then we'll continue the briefing. <laughs>
6: It's amazing. I wonder
7: what
1: the press is like in those other places. <laughs> what? I wonder what the press is like in those outer spa- uh, out- other places.
4: Like in outer space? Yeah. Where, where the telescope was looking?
1: Yeah. Like you, he wonders what the
4: press on the other side of that telescope picture was doing. They're like, oh, look at those look at those human beings sitting there at the small desks.
1: Wow. <laughs> God. Cut 10G. It's amazing when you listen to him talking these things. He says the exact same thing. Possibilities, does it? It's the same story over and over again. Do you ever realize that?
2: Yeah. it's only, He's a one trick pony.
1: It's like he gives a speech in December, then he gives a speech in April. And this is what the two side by side look like.
6: I use every, every tool, tool available to address price increases. increases. And, and it's beginning working. to work. Take, gas Take gasoline prices. and gas prices. Last week, I announced the largest, the largest ever release from the United from the States', States petroleum reserve to, to increase the supply of oil and, oil and help bring down prices. down prices. I brought together, now, I brought other, together nations, other countries, India, India, Japan, the Republic of Korea, the United Kingdom. Kingdom. All, all agreed to join me in releasing additional oil from, the from their reserves. China, China may very doing do well, so and as well. Do, do more as well. This worldwide, this worldwide effort, effort really won't solve, solve the problem, the problem of high gas, gas
7: prices,
1: prices overnight. All right, that's good, over the last wow. could they be wow. more lazy at their speechwriter's <laughs> wow. office at wow. the White
2: House? I mean, they should just start, the, you know, taking out Obama's old speeches and let you know let them do those at this point.
1: That's I guess, crazy.
5: I guess the speechwriter for Jill, who uh, thinks Spanish people are as unique as tacos, was busy for that one. <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah. You
2: know, and that's kind of yeah. sketchy. Imagine a Republican saying that.
4: Oh, forget oh. it. Open season. Just look at, l- just look at, or listen to the both of them, and I feel like I'm looking at two different people because you hear the voices a little different.
1: Well, I remember that day; he was really sick. He was remember? like out of it. Yeah, right? he sounded like. Uh...
2: I'll tell you what, man, his voice from like 2005 to now—I mean, he's <sighs> like a different yeah. man.
3: Totally.
1: All right, G. Well, what that that sets s- us up for Sock Crazy Town today? Biden sets the record straight on guns. Roll it.
6: Doc, thank you. Uh, your heroism <laughs> in treating wounded children at Uvalde, many of whom uh, you've known their whole lives, their whole lives, and treated them with normal child problems as a pediatrician.
1: What child <laughs> problems? It's something. Uh, Child problems.
6: You're I want child to, child to thank uh, S- being sick. Thank the Vice President yeah. and Harris and the second gentleman, members of the cabinet. Who were is here today? And I'm sorry, Senators Schumer and Blumenthal can't be here today, but they're working from home, uh, overcoming mild cases of COVID. Yeah. What we're doing here today is real. It's vivid. It's relevant. We face literally a moral choice in this country. Moral choice with profound, real world, real world implications. <laughs> Will we take wise steps to fulfill the responsibility to protect the innocent and while keeping faith with the constitutional rights? We can come together on a bipartisan basis to get get important things done. And one more thing. It's a call to action to all of us to do more. To take away from the legislature is not... What? That's not what we can do is mean, it to take the takeaway from this is <laughs> that now now we're opening to get much more done we're quote, opening? success begets success and that's when you quote finally move that mountain when you, you can you can ignite you a quote, movement when you do that end quote. in preparation for today's signing quote. Repeat i the asked, line to send me their story, people to send me their stories about their experience with gun violence. Didn't get to read them all, but I read some. Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School in Parkland, Florida, 1918. Uh, we all know a lot of the reasons. Gun lobby, gun manufacturers, special interest money, the rise of hyperpartisan partisan tribal so politics in the country. Where we don't debate issues on the merits. We just rather turn on each other from our corners and attack the other side. Weapons that were designed to hunt are not being used. The weapons designed that they're purchasing are designed as weapons of war to take out an enemy. None of what I'm talking about infringes on anyone's Second Amendment rights. (laughs) I've said it many times. I support the Second Amendment. I have four shotguns. Two are mine and two are my deceased sons. They're locked up, lock and key. The right to bear arms is not an absolute right that dominates all others. The parental price for living in a community with others as being neighbors of being fellow citizens is that we obey the laws and customs that ensure that frame what the framers call domestic tranquility and to make the changes that are necessary to prevent this from happening again. End of quote. Oh. That's why we're here. <laughs> end
2: of quote. He did it again. Oh, my God. Ron Burgundy.
1: Knock it off. <laughs> end of quote. Repeat the line.
2: End of quote. Repeat the line holy cow
1: now the most interesting thing about that of course is that the fact that he has to take it he goes out of his way (laughs) after the hunter biden (laughs) stuff breaks this weekend he goes out of his way to talk about the fact that he who the guns are four guns two of them are his two of them are his deceased sons he says now in past he's referenced that he's had two guns now he suddenly has four. Two are his, two are Bo's. He hasn't talked about the one the Hunter threw in the, uh, the by the kids' park there. Mm-hmm. That must be number five because the, the Hunter Biden stuff said five guns, right? Yeah. In yeah. some text messages between Hunter and his, and his, uh, sister or somebody. Yep. They talked about five guns Talk in about dad's five house. Five guns
8: in the house. Right.
4: And I'm sorry, but, Two of Bo's guns, and Bo's been dead for how many years now? So they're your guns now. You can't just keep saying, oh, they belong to somebody else. That somebody else isn't alive anymore, so they're not his guns. They're yours.
1: Once again, using his deceased son whenever he can politically, which is really just repulsive.
4: Repulsive.
1: He does it all the time. If there's one son you're going to talk about today... You would think we know which one it's going to be, but of course he won't talk about that, of course.
8: But I find that the most
1: interesting part of that whole thing. Gee, you think somebody, obviously he, he's well aware of what's I going on. I think one of
5: his staffer, t- staffers is probably all on the floor. So 4chan you better clear thing. this up? Yeah, especially if you're going to give a speech on a, you know, gun control and pass
8: a law.
2: Now He's got to have a team of people on this. I mean, they've got to—they got to know everything that's coming out on this thing. I mean, they, there's no way they just got you know a staffer. I mean, this has got yeah. to be, you know, let's just, you know, let's, you know, let's diagnose what we have to get ahead of.
1: Well, I'm sure they all already knew. All right, I'm sure Russia showed it to them or somebody <laughs> uh, probably told them what or, they have. Or China said, you
4: know, yeah, we're, we're hey, going to need that million barrels of oil now. Or yeah, else from more your stuff is going to come out. Yeah. And we want it at a nice price.
8: Yeah, like
1: free. All right, live from Studio 6B, we'll do some more sports news. Wrap it up on a Monday when we get back right after this. till the hour on a Monday. Man, it's been a quick show tonight. Uh, let's do some more sports before I wrap it up. And here with that is Slick Rick. Rick Camerati, what's going on? Right, big, big game,
3: Major League Baseball, National League East. Up for grabs with a big series going on right now in Hotlanta, Atlanta Truist Park. Uh, the Mets are taking on the Atlanta Braves. They're in the uh, eighth inning. Mets are up uh, top of the eighth with two outs. And uh, they're up 3-1. to one. Pete Alonzo just doubled in a run to get up 3-1. to one. Um, So uh, that's a good game. Austin Riley hit a 470 foot, 17 foot bomb to left field right before that to make it 2-1. to one. Max Scherzer was pitching a one-hitter going into the middle of the sixth inning. So, good uh, actually going into the seventh. So, good game there. Uh, one more rodeo, the Dinosaur Roundup Rodeo from Vernal, Utah at Western Parks over the weekend. Bareback, Tilden Hooper, half points on Powder River Rodeos. Shade Tree, Steer Wrestling, Clayton Haas, 3.6 seconds. Team Roping, Coy Rollman and Douglas Rich, 4.2 seconds. Saddle Bronk, Coburn, Bradshaw, half points on Powder River Rodeos. Miss Valley, four thousand and four big ones. Tie down. Shad Mayfield, seven point nine seconds, five thousand dollars. And barrel racing. Jordan <clears throat> Briggs, seventeen point two one seconds, fifty one hundred dollars for the dinosaur roundup. And that's the that's the end of rodeo until Friday night, big day. But we got U.S. Department of Justice investigating PGA Tour for behavior toward live golf. This is Mark Schlabach of uh, ESPN, Saint Andrews, Scotland. The U.S. Department of Justice has opened an investigation into the PGA. PGA Tour's handling of its players and whether it has engaged in anti-competitive behavior during its ongoing battle with the Live Golf Invitational Series, a new circuit being financed by Saudi Arabia's Public Investment Fund. The inquiry, according to player agents who have been contacted by DOJ officials, is focused on the PGA Tour's actions regarding the official World Golf Rankings, Warning it has issues, warnings it has issued to players who are uh, contemplating joining Live Golf and suspensions that have been levied against players who left by uh, PGA Tour Commission Jay Monahan. A PGA TOUR spokesman confirmed the DOJ's inquiry to ESPN. The Wall Street Journal first reported details of the investigation earlier today. This was not unexpected. The PGA TOUR statement said, we went through this in 1994 and we are confident in similar outcome. Some of the players were lured to live golf by signing bonuses of more than $100 million and purchases of $25 million for each event. Big money. Uh, some players including former Masters champions Patrick Reed and Garcia have resigned from the PGA TOUR. One of the issues that has is closely examined by the DOJ according to another agent is whether the PGA Tour DP World Tour and the governing bodies of the majors are conspiring co-conspiring to uh, not award official World Golf Rankings to Live players. The 48 players who competed in the first two Live events were not awarded World Ranking points. So, DOJ is getting involved, Big D, and looking into this. I'll tell you, Hmm. they're pulling out all stops. We'll see.
1: I Ah, thought they were only interested in uh, school board meetings and stuff like that, but I guess not.
3: They were expanding their uh, their scope, I guess. And uh, ruling on Browns, the Sean Watson reportedly not expected for a few weeks. Cleveland Browns run, this is from uh, Yahoo Sports, Uh, this is um, Cleveland Browns run back Kareem Hunt admitted in late June that it was definitely stressful to have to wait to learn of the status of QB uh, Deshaun Watson, who uh, had his hearing in front of NFL disciplinary office, Sue L. Robinson, regarding allegations of sexual misconduct during massage sessions ahead of the uh, July 4th holiday. So he's already had his hearing. They're waiting to hear what comes out. And obviously, this will affect the Browns team. Uh, And now Baker Mayfield is no longer on the roster. So they'll be really uh, scratching and clawing. So we will keep an eye on that, how that goes, Big D. And that's a wrap in sports.
1: Back to you. All right. Very good, Slick Rick. Thanks. Let's do some more news of Paul Nolan. What else is going on for your wrap, Paul?
2: Well, uh, President Trump referred to uh, Tesla CEO Elon Musk as a BS artist. At his Alaska rally on Saturday, referring to Musk pulling out of his deal to buy Twitter, and also recent claims of voting for a Republican for the first time, Trump said he's got himself a mess. You know, he said the other day, "I've never voted for a Republican." I said I didn't know that. He told me he voted for me before, so he's another BS artist, and he's not going. and And we're not going to be buying it, although uh, he might later. So it's kind of funny that Trump is. Is uh, you know, he's not afraid to say anything he wants, boy. And uh, in serious news, this is a sad story from Breitbart. As most schools across the country are back in, to in-person learning, the detrimental effects of school lockdowns during the coronavirus are showing themselves in real time. High levels of student depression and developmental and academic uh, stunting. Um, This is from uh, the Colorado Elementary School, uh, Susan Julian. She told New York Times, kids have the highest level of anxiety I've ever seen. Anxiety about uh, everything from basic safety and fear of what could happen. Um, It went on to say that overall, 94% of counselors surveyed reported heightened levels of anxiety and depression, while 88% reported emotional control issues and nearly 75% reported anxiety. conflict resolution problems in addition 72 percent of the councils reported students regularly breaking classroom rules 67 percent reported signs of low self-esteem and 59 percent reported students having trouble making friends so um yeah we
1: know what a disaster that was you know the
2: lockdowns obviously these masks uh did nothing to really stop this spread but we know what it did to these children and it's sad and it's uh Yeah. It's just heartbreaking.
1: All right, before we wrap, G, Harry's Glacier Expedition. Roll it.
2: I would like to ask the audience where would you rather go? All right, Harry, what are we doing? or alaska
10: we are going on a boat cruise man this is this is this is something good and i gotta thank rob schwartz for saying stay an extra day derek and harry and experience alaska
3: because this is going to be an amazing day i mean so far this trip has been i don't know breathtaking uh the sights, the people we've met um it's just been great
4: Are they taking them into a silo?
5: Harry where are we? What are we doing? We are heading over tunnel. to Whitaker, and uh, we're in a tunnel. We're going through the mountain to the other side, clearly.
10: Uh, one way in, one way out. We're driving on train tracks right now, because not only is this a car tunnel and truck tunnel, this is a
4: train tunnel. So, uh, kind of interesting. Hmm. Imagine Harry
1: running out of the title Dang, Look at that. <laughs>
4: That's great. Yeah. I would love to take a, a cruise
2: up from like Vancouver all the way up to Alaska and make it last two or three weeks to see everything.
10: story and explain what we not only about his life on on the waters here but of course explaining what we just saw. Um,
4: I moved to Alaska in 2005 to go to college at Alaska Pacific University in Anchorage for marine biology. You get out into Prince William Sound and it's it's amazing there's more coastline here about the same amount of of general coastline from like northern washington and southern california there's so many islands and islets out here and we just go into one tiny section of it we we went out about 11 or 12 miles to decision point turned into blackstone bay and that's where you see two tidewater glaciers several other valley glaciers and hanging glaciers Uh, and all this area was carved out by glaciers itself so back in the ice age we would be in the middle of a glacier right now any of the mountain peaks you see that are rounded off glaciers were on top of that they carved that
10: off if it's jagged that means the glacier wasn't so it's kind of cool you can just see the landscape and the geology behind
1: it tells the whole story oh harry got a pretty good story here gee i like this one yeah look at that that is that is something else all right pretty good Harry Oates. as always we salute our military active and active police firefighters first responders emts Thanks, guys, on the show. Thanks, Harry Oates. Thank that gentleman right there driving that boat. Thanks, G. Thanks, Fran. Most of all, thank you to Live from Studio 6B audience. We'll see you tomorrow night, 8 p.m. right here, Real America's Voice, live from Studio 6B.